We're going to do the thing. And we're going to do the damn thing. Oh, no, Sophie. Oh, no. <laughs> we didn't get a rose, but we That's right. We didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Carrozo. With me, as always, my co-host. Your boy, uh, Chris Mejia, who uh, is, uh, yeah, what's up? <laughs> Chris is still figuring out his sound stuff, but we've got great guests and uh, they've got to they've got to get going in about an hour. So we want to make sure we use all our time with them because we love them very much. Sophie Buttle and Mace Galoni are back. Hello, friends. Hello. Hello. Back, y'all. Thank you for having us again. So happy you're here. You guys. It's a shame it's under these circumstances. (laughs) (laughs) It is very fun. I really wish we had a better finale to to bring you back on. But what a flop. Truly. I'll say this, Sophie. The last time you guys were on, you guys were like, have us back for the finale. And we were like, (laughs) fuck yeah. And here we are, like all swearing off the show. Honestly, the villain. The villain of the season is me for thinking that it was going to turn around by the finale. Yeah, Honestly, that was my thought of like with the final hour of the episode. I was like, whose fault is this? ABC for dragging this on for me for still watching even though (laughs) it's it's a humiliating season. And Mason and I were just talking about this. Oh, great word. Great word for this evening. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it's just devastating. I've been a fan of, we'll call it the medium of Bachelor Bachelorette <laughs> for since its inception. And I've never been more embarrassed. I feel like this is like what Catholics feel like. It's like whenever there's like Catholic church, like, you know, sex scandals, but it's the opposite of that because it's so boring and I've given well, my life to it. So it's like, I'm like a recovery I wish they treated like a sex fan. scandal. If they mm-hmm. treated it like a sex scandal, they'd try to cover it up. It doesn't feel like they have any shame here. And I wish they would. I know. I really honestly, wish they would. How dare they not be able to tell? I don't know if it's like different producers or different casting people, or if it's just like fully that Chris Harrison was holding the show together. Like <laughs> maybe it was Chris Harrison making moves. Like, I mean, I mean, it's just gone so downhill. Sometimes you need a racist to make a show good, you know? hundred that just got me thinking of a racist cuckoo clock and i just don't want to continue that uh thought process i i have here a, a bowl it says pasta and stuff there used to be a big slice of cake in there that I got today with my girlfriend to celebrate the end of the season. That's she, <laughs> she watched me watch every episode this season in terror, in pain, absolutely enjoying. I'll say this none of it. I hated the season. Sure, there were some tiny bright spots where I'm like, I hope for maybe this to be a direction that it goes in. Nothing. Hated this season so much. Hated that what the way they did this with the two bachelorettes. Hated that they split it down the middle and they were mad at the guys for not being ready to be engaged at the end of four weeks. Instead of first of all, instead of three months, instead of three months, an already accelerated period of time for an engagement. But still, four weeks versus three months. I'm gonna go ahead and say like, hey now. 
Uh, know, maybe you take like, it easy. It's, it's like three weeks. Like, what are they, lesbians? <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed to be ready already. But the whole season, stinkeroo. Big old fat turd. Big fat turd. There was there were no interesting villains. Gabby was good. The thing is, Gabby, we've never had an issue with Gabby. Rachel no. slash Lauren was, continues to be boring as shit. She actually turned around for me slightly for a second in the last episode. Like the episode of the b- before this, the date with Zach, who's what? Who's now the ba- what? I mean, what? Well, I have so many thoughts about this. First of yeah. all, it now becomes so clear to me when Zach came out to talk to Rachel and he was like, I'm sorry. I just want to make good. And she's like, yeah, no problem. And she's like, yes, I forgive you that they were both like, don't fuck up this bag for me. I'm going to be the bachelor. Don't fucking ruin this for me. And ABC is like, you ruin this for him. We ruin you kind of thing. Um, 100%. I will say um, I hated that because like the idea of like getting the fantasy suites and then immediately becoming a completely different person, like that's fair. But being not addressing it like, hey, turns out I was stringing you along. Just noticed this like right now. I'm going to go in another hotel room. Let that be part of whatever drama we get to watch. And like, he doesn't have to endure like this, like, but you like me, you know what I mean? Like whatever. But at the same time, this episode, Oh my fucking God, man. I just, I can't give a shit about Rachel. I can't give a flying fuck about Rachel Rachel at all. Chris, your mic is on. Hit us. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. You know what I will say? Wait, does it sound like I'm using a microphone or talking through my speakers? I'm great. Speakers. Okay. Oh, speakers? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. <laughs> what about now? Your microphone. Perfect. Okay. Just for a context for both <laughs> audience and uh, Sophie Our and Mace guess? for y'all, I have been moving today and apparently uh, ADHD me thought it would be a good idea to pack headphones in one random box. Uh, my microphone in a different box, my microphone mm. cable in another box, <laughs> and the cable that connects my headphones to a computer mm-hmm. in a completely separate box. No, uh, I get that as someone with ADHD. I get that as well, because it's like each of those things would fit in different boxes. Yeah. <laughs> and like at each good. point of putting these away, my brain was like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> It's like, you're like, I'll just remember. It's like the Voldemort Horcrux strategy. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't work. Voldemort wasn't evil. He just had ADHD. Um, (laughs) Voldemort uh, had ADHD and and packed his Horcruxes. He would never, they would never be able to be found. (laughs) (laughs) Which Macaulay? Oh, yeah. Uh, I will say the positive. (laughs) about how disastrous Rachel turned out because I remember at the beginning of the season I was just trashing the idea of the two bachelorettes I was like why are we going with the cookie cutter Rachel when we have Gabby who clearly deserves her own season Mm -hmm. and I had people on Twitter be like oh my god people just want to trash on Rachel for any reason give her a chance guess what you raggedy fucks we gave her a chance and it turned out as terrible as I thought it was going to be. Exactly. Fuck yeah. you, raggedy fucks. I'll say it with you, dude. But yep. listen, the thing is, having Rachel there beside Gabby did make some of the greatest moments <laughs> of the world when she had 
But she was rejected by Meatball. Like, <laughs> a have man a who poured meat sauce on himself not once but twice on TV. <laughs> I forgot about that. And then now I realize why she insisted ending the season with a ring so much. Because I can't get dumped by a guy who willingly refers to himself as Meatball <laughs> and then not get engaged <laughs> at the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll say this, though. I think the better moment that she gave us is when she was at Gabby's group date where they're all fight like fighting in a uh, in some sort of like wrestling ring uh, on the boat. And she shows up and her guys are one area and she and Gabby are in another. And she's the entire time is like, they're not looking at me. <laughs> no, why? No. Because what yeah, I at I hate her so much. I just don't give a fuck. I, I can't hate her too. And she also doesn't say anything. Like we, we get so angry whenever we're watching her talk because she's talking and she has the tone of somebody that is legally talking, but she's legally not talking. You just want to hit her. And then like, I think you nailed it. I think you nailed oh, it. Rachel's always so legally boring. talking, but says nothing. Unbelievable. She, she like her and her and Gabby, they had this thing where they're pretending to be friends the whole time. And, and there were moments where I felt like maybe they were giving genuine moral support. I don't know. Like, I doubted it. But then then other times, I felt like she was just so cold. Like, at the last yeah. ceremony, when it was like, oh, this is going to be... Actually, Gabby won't be joining you for the... And she was just like... Lit up. Oh, so yeah. happy. Oh, She's like, finally, I'm the only bachelorette. Didn't ask. Yeah. Exactly. Mace, as soon as she said that, and her eyes like lit up, Mace was like, like saying in Rachel's voice, like, I won. <laughs> I am oh, the last bachelorette standing. <laughs> unbelievable. Yes, suck it, meatball. Mamma mia. No, I'm <laughs> there. He is. Hey, we got Chris. There he is. I, uh, I'll say, oh, we don't not on, have his voice. We can <laughs> okay, the, okay. I found everything. Oh, I finally did it. And you know what's the best part about how it took me a quarter of this podcast to find all of the things? I could not find my headphones. That was the last that was the last puzzle piece. And turns out you were love it when this happens. It was right in fucking me in front of me this whole goddamn time. <laughs> I cannot figure out if I hate this finale more than this ex- whole experience. So <laughs> uh, man, I'm going to go ahead and say you hate the finale more because uh, let me hit you with this. Right. I first of all, the thing that I only liked about Rachel this episode on finale night was just how obnoxiously Italian she got when confronting Tino because she was like, do you hear what you sound like right now? You're like, well, yeah. well, I mean, the thing is, she was being so toxic when she was talking to Tino and I don't know. Entirely. OK, OK. I wasn't sure if this was a, if this was interpreted by other people like this. this too, is interesting. But I feel like she was doing the thing and I feel like she did the same thing with what's his name? A- Aiden or whatever. Aven. Aven. Mm-hmm. Um, when when they were having their fight right outside of the parents' place too, where they, they were having this discussion, voice and he that was one. saying he was saying to her like, "I'm just trying to be honest with you," and then she was like, "Why are you yelling at me?" Like yeah. I feel like she was like picking out like tiny little phrases or like you know mm-hmm. general demeanor or something, which is something that people do when they don't have an actual point or thing to say, and they just want to like put the other person down. Do you and know I what's felt like she was doing up? that the whole time, and I don't I don't even feel like like she can be mad at him like they were engaged and he kissed somebody but i i i felt like she was just wanted i do feel like she just wanted to embarrass him and stuff like a hundred percent yeah Yeah. let me say this i've been ragging on tino the entire show the entire season i've been like fuck tino 
And look, I'm still fucked Tino, but you I'm know gonna be what honest with this y'all. Episode? I felt a little bad for him. The way he's <laughs> crying outside, being like, she's just like, what is she? There's no real resolution here. Like, I felt like when she when he went outside, because that was the first we saw of this like weird dynamic after they had they had mm-hmm. had their issues, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I first saw him going outside talking to the producer, being like, she's being a little bitch or whatever it is he said, like I was, <laughs> I was like, oh, he's being like so different to the producer and then to her. I was like, oh, he's he's being really like weird and toxic and he's the one that's going inside and being fake. Mm-hmm. But then as all of the pieces started coming together and after seeing them talking um, on the after the final rose thing, it does seem like she wanted to embarrass him in any way they, um, they could. Absolutely. Like, it's the same thing with Clayton. She wanted when when she got to talk to Clayton on uh, at the end of his season, she was like, yeah, well, you really you fucked up. You like, you know, she was really getting in his face about it, being like, that's not how you do things. That's not how you do. That's not how you handle yeah. people in their hearts. You don't tell people you're in love with them if you don't really like, you know what I mean? She's it's so felt- funny that you bring up the Italianness of it, because whenever I leave my hair like naturally curly and then I'm mm-hmm. talking, Marito Lopez always is like, you look so Jewish right now. <laughs> <laughs> it felt very much like uh, it felt very much like when you show up to someone you're like oh i'm ready to flame you for what you did to me you little bitch i'm gonna get you i have all of these talking points and then as soon as you before you even say anything they're just like hey i wanted to talk because i realized what i did was actually really fucked up and i wanted to take ownership and personally i'm not looking for your forgiveness because i don't think i deserve it i'm purely saying this not for myself but to let you know i realized what i did was wrong and i'm sorry and you're just like well, your dick still's too small. Like, you're revved up because the thing is, we've all been there. We all get it. If you're revved uh, a million up, percent, yeah, you're gonna let it loose. You're gonna you're gonna let it rip. They bleed style, yeah, right? So, yeah. But if you're on they TV, and it, it just was like it was weird her doing that, and then in in the after the final rose because it's all women and it's all women that are a little bit dolled up that had uh-huh. one glass of champagne that watched <laughs> the whole season and are just ready to support the Bachelorette no matter what. No she matter what. Be, dictator mm-hmm. style right told and so usually when the bachelorette or, or whoever is kind of unloading on one of these guys that wronged her especially the one that she picked that went on to uh-huh. kiss someone while they were engaged usually the audience is like clapping and cheering after every sentence the bachelorette says right yes and you can tell that they were all trying to send supportive vibes in the room but even through the camera you could tell that everyone was like this feels a little weird like i don't yeah. i don't know if people consciously knew what was weird about it but it, there was less support in the room than the situation would imply there would be they all had to watch that same clip we saw before he came out they all had to watch the man basically break down outside and be like i'm taking off the microphone like i my shirt's half off like do you still want to talk like clearly you've you've won can we still be together like <laughs> You know, like it, it is such a weird thing that like at that point it felt like Tina was just like, first of all, the the whole thing was very Ross Rachel, like we weren't on a we're break, on a break. We were on a break. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, um, and it's like, yeah, what are you gonna do? And he's like, the the story, of course, is gonna be like he went out, he met somebody, they smooched, she's like, ah, I don't feel right about this. Damn, we're on a break, but I'm engaged, it's weird. You know, and I don't have I like I don't fucking like that. But I'm also like, that's less of an offense than being like, 
I don't know what I thought the monster Tina would be, which is like Cage's wipe up in a room, you know? Yeah, I energy. I felt very conflicted because like one fuck Tino uh, and fuck Tino. I was, I was going to say this earlier. My white noise machine machine is actually just Mike whispering fuck Tino over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so first and foremost, fuck Tino. Second Your alarm of all, is me saying fuck Peter, though. For fucking yeah, <laughs> it's always louder because you have so much, much anger. I hate Peter. Uh, uh but uh and pizza he hates Peter. libraries yeah there we go yeah <laughs> exactly. uh but uh whatchamacallit um two i obviously cheating is wrong mm-hmm. and i think while yes i feel like the communication of what this break entailed was not clear enough mm-hmm. that being said like me personally if i was in tino's shoes i like i don't think i personally would have tried to kiss someone in that situation the thing is he knew it was wrong i don't think there's a question of if it was wrong or not i think i think what it what it ends up coming down to is like it should have just sort of been over at that point and there there was no need to like continuously have these conversations where she's trying to get an answer from him that doesn't exist like i don't understand what she was trying to grill him for because he said he was sorry he like he knew that they like he wasn't even really yeah. being like we're on a break like he knew yeah. that he was on her he didn't really and, say sorry he was not good at apologizing i have no, no sympathy for tino here yeah one fair i think no. he was sketchy and weird and he was he was acting he had different i don't like him persona yeah. like he, he was trying to play it sweet for the camera the way he'd look and go rachel i just, like it was like this like you're the one i still the only one The the only little bit of sympathy I have for Tino, and I mean, microscopic, uh, (laughs) like the same level of sympathy people have for Coney in 2022. But you're like, oh, yeah, that was bad. And then you just move on with your day uh, is that I based off of their talk, if like it felt. Like, basically what y'all were saying before, I didn't know whose side to take because, like, obviously I was like, yeah, cheating is bad. But then (laughs) at the same time, it really felt like there was some emotional and mental shit that occurred that because of the cheating that got swept away. Yeah, imagine imagine cheating on your fiance on tv and having your fiance be so boring that it's not cut and dry who's the bad guy (laughs) there's a bunch of things that happen too it's like he's like i realized right then and there i had to be with you you know what i mean like he kept saying it's like you didn't realize yeah (laughs) but i will say i I, as much as i'm shitting on go ahead tito tito Tino? It's Tino. So, every time you say Tito, every time you say it, I refuse I to Mace, learn. All I, it's the very funny. I'm not going to lie. Your so, brain like, is rejecting the idea of storing yeah. any information about this man. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and I will say, as as much as I uh, I don't like him, and I I don't think it's good what he did. The one small, the thing that I find funny is that he, he is being grilled on national television, which I think he deserves. For oh. kissing another woman a few weeks after she was in fantasy suites and just fucked three other guys. <laughs> like, that was a fantasy. It's not reality. Yeah, that wasn't a fantasy kiss. You don't have that. You don't get that. Tito. But they were engaged by then. How Either dare way. you kiss another man anyway? So two other dudes blew out my back a couple weeks ago. <laughs> 
And it was also before and after him. Wasn't he the middle date? <laughs> yes, he was. No, I thought he was last. Oh, no, because oh. Avon, that's right. Avon was last. And then who was before? It was like two other guys. It was Zach. It was, and- um... it was another guy. Yeah, Gabby yes. didn't use all of hers, so Rachel got yeah. a fantasy suite. <laughs> Either way, her. I'll say this. I think I just landed on it. I think I figured it out. Rachel has the vibe of somebody who listens to Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwear b- b- before she goes out. And, yeah. and this situation with Tino feels like she's been wanting this for such a long time. Mm-hmm. And, she, and here she is with her baseball bat, but Tino drives a scooter and it's not <laughs> as satisfying. Oh, that's so that's so good. I mean, even even when um like she had her whole issue last season and then she was like using that this season to be like yes i also went to therapy like remember what happened last season like okay okay really helped me with that like it's just it's somebody that has not suffered it's someone that has never experienced suffering Mm -hmm. and so she's trying to be like she's like something bad has happened and she's like this is my moment this is my Uh traumatic Mm -hmm. moment but it's nothing Okay, but okay. I, I, I know what you're about I, to bring I was, up. I know what you're Shut up. Let me say it first. I know what you're about to do. Tino was just like, uh, you said you didn't want to go to therapy anymore. I was just like, I'm sorry. She was going to therapy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> also, oh, Queen, like, therapy doesn't want to go back to the castle? <laughs> I also, I do believe the excuse that Rachel used, but also, because like, Yes, you shouldn't force yourself to do something if you don't have the energy to do it. But at the same time, I have been through the worst of the worst depression and I still squeeze in an hour for my boy, LaShawn. Like I no. still, you know, you know, she's got nothing to say in therapy and she's always done it. And she never thought that she was going to get called out on it. Mm-hmm. I've taken therapy while driving and just my therapist can hear me cuss out people because they couldn't run of me. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know why people don't see me as a nicer person. It's just like, no, I can hear everything you're saying right now. Yeah. And, and just, just to draw a comparison in the season, mm. because I mean, that's why right. we have a second bachelorette. Yeah, because we do have a second bachelorette. And it's like, it's hard to even, you know, discuss it because it's like, you know, it turned out great. There was like the little bit of drama, obviously. We spent a half hour he, with them out of texted, three hours. Well, he texted he texted a girl before he started the show um, that the show's not real or whatever. And then it was yeah. so funny, like with him and Gabby on the because you, you missed that part because you were away. But it was so funny because like him and Gabby are are sitting on the couch and talking and then the host is like and Gabby what do you think of all this and Gabby's like yeah you were kind of a dick to that girl but I don't care yeah <laughs> like it's yeah. just like so like such she a literally she called him an asshole and, yeah she you said were kind you were of an asshole, asshole to her but, but what like, and like the thing is and I was explaining about it before this, yeah I was explaining this to me so it's like when you have a mullet husband Yes, be a dick to some people via text. Another example is yes, he's gonna have like it's not that he's cheating, but he does he is gonna have a good rapport with some waitresses at Hooters. And like that's just it just comes with the territory. And it's like I think it's harmless and I think it comes with I was just waiting to it because Mace is also Mace is my mullet husband. And it's like when you have a mullet husband, like they're gonna put furniture in the lawn, and that's just it comes with the <laughs> you're gonna get somebody that's very loyal you know, loves you so much, is a bit possessive, has furniture in the lawn, but that's just what the you best, get for being with someone from the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Benson. I cannot recommend it enough. I, I, yeah, because Gabby, that whole time, she's she was talking with that attitude of like, look, I know, but like, from from what's on the shelf right now, this is the best I got. She's and like, she's I, like I, I'm in love. Husband. This is the thing. It's like he's just a mullet husband. He's like boilerplate mullet uh, husband, and he's a great guy. Yes, there's going to be other things that come out about him. Well, they, did they even talk about the blackface thing? Did they not talk about that on the show? Did I miss Mike? That? Mike, they let a black girl win America's vote. Isn't that enough? Wait, <laughs> what is the blackface thing? What is the blackface thing? Uh, there's like a yearbook photo, uh, like at a party where Eric isn't just in blackface, but like black skin like he like painted a lot of just not just his style basically you know what you know what what uh, this is when bad for the mullet husbands everywhere you're right you're right oh that's bad i love when white people do blackface because <laughs> hear me out hear me out <laughs> let me finish let me finish because we should bring it back no I'm just kidding <laughs> I love it only because only because that's not something that you just like like a face mask where you just make sure it lines up and boom and that's it like it takes time and every single time these blackface things come out it's never piss poor blackface where you're just like mm. you did it's in a rush it's, it's like yes it's yeah. done well which means that took so much time and at no point of putting it on <laughs> did you have a single ounce of it i've put on v-necks and immediately went like nah this ain't right like <laughs> you the they get the ears they get the full get the every ears, there's yep. no piece of white showing <laughs> which, which obviously is bad it's like you at no point you didn't think this would be a bad idea but also at the same time kind of respect the commitment you're like you know what i'm gonna just be racist i'm gonna just it's sometimes crazy. it's impressive it's how they and look also, like they were dipped in a vat of like you know it's not like just they do look dip. they do look dip, and that's, like that's really cream. unfortunate news this is this whole blackface thing is very unfortunate but i would also like while we're in the trudeau territory i would like to bring up how much tino looked like justin trudeau yeah, that. yeah dude. everybody uh, talks yeah. about that not yeah. enough because I think Canadians, a lot of Canadians logged off this season. At Crazy. least I'm hoping we send a fucking message like this season was bad. But yeah, Tino looked a lot like Justin. This, uh, this and song. was apologizing. It was like so <laughs> Justin Trudeau the whole time. It's like, oh, a bunch of can horny Canadians tuning in being like, I like this guy all of a sudden. I'm, su I'm surprised it wasn't him that did the blackface. <laughs> Just wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll I mean, wait. We'll wait. Tino, Tino yeah. might have done it. The thing is, we know Tino couldn't do blackface because of how much he sweats. It would come right off. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what? I have a feeling that Tino's not like a blackface guy, but more of a say the N-word in private guy. And that's just the difference. <laughs> I'm, what? I'm wrong for feeling that way? I think he might be. Uh, no, that's anyway. exactly his vibe. I think you're right for sure. I, I think I, I think the teaser for Bachelor in Paradise looked good. I didn't even watch. I was relieved that we were done talking about these other people. I... I watched a, a, a teaser for it last week and I was like, this looks like it's going to be fun. We'll see if I have it in me. Like, literally. I, I, well, it starts next week, so you have to decide quickly. <laughs> I'm going to watch. I swear to God, I better not hate it. I, I'm going to hate it. The thing about Bachelor in Paradise is it's always shorter and because there's so many people, there's like faster turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. 
and they don't care. Like they'll make fun of the people that are on it. Like it's very fun to like have the editing. Remember when Thomas last VIP was like walking into the hut every time he's like, oh, almost hit my head. It's like, well, how tall are you? He's like, well, six, seven, actually. And like he did that every time. Yeah. Every they time. do let people show a little bit more of their personalities on Paradise. And yeah, maybe with the title cards, they have so much fun with the title cards mm-hmm. on Paradise. Yeah. And it's even like a more like, fun show. Yeah, it's just it's Mike. Don't don't think Paradise is bad because of last season. Last season was not a uh, t- like a like this. Actually, go on HBO. All of the seasons are on HBO. Go on HBO. Just watch. go on HBO. Somebody send me a password over here. Oh, well. <laughs> find someone with a password. Go on HBO. Go to Paradise. Watch the season before this latest one, because that is the season I watched for the first time. And that got me hooked on the franchise. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. I'll say. That guy Aaron is back that we like. Yeah, I like him. I think he's going to be fucking hilarious and dumb. I like he's, what- emotionally, he's emotionally intelligent, bro. Yeah, it's very funny. Oh, Chris has got to come back. He'll be our he'll be right back. Um, (laughs) I mean, okay, so back to computer. (laughs) He does. Oh, where is it? It's been in front of him the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll say I feel like we haven't talked enough about Rachel, but I don't know if I could stand to talk about her anymore. Like I am. I'm so I'm so I. I'm so done with I'm so done with the season. Like I can't I can't get over just how fucking bad this season was. And disrespectful um, to the viewer. Yeah. Okay. Question: Do Hit we me. think that there's something crumbling in the foundation of uh, fundamentalist bachelor fans? Oh. Yeah. Well, like the thing is, is that there's there every season seems to be ending with everyone being more self-aware of like oh yeah this this, there's i don't know if i'm ready for a marriage no i mean i think it makes the most sense for people to be like hey i'm signing up to have like this crazy tinder date like just like that's all it should be is like hey i'm gonna meet somebody really cool maybe get famous in the process if we hit it off and i find the love of my life sick but also like it's insane if three months later we have to get engaged also where was neil lane we didn't get a neil lane visit we did not get neil lane i have a pitch to save the show please we do a mashup bachelor bachelorette with 90 day fiance all the contestants are from a country that they are trying to flee and so (laughs) the, the prize of marriage is very valuable to them so by the end we're guaranteed a marriage wow that's good i like that to be honest thank you because you're right. There's not. There's no. There's no. What's the difference between that and just ninety day fiance? Because there's not multiple options. Everybody's already paired up. You still want competition. You, you still, still want, want competition. Exactly. What show? So I I'm trying to save um save the Bachelorette because that nobody ends up married at the end ever. I mean Gabby uh-huh. Gabby, Gabby and whoever's going to get married, but you know. We'll see. The black faces. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, I they seem. We saw so Nate and Michelle. It, it was too good to be true. I, I'm, of course, there's yeah. a blackface thing that's going to blindside me. But I, but I think that the solution is to do 90 Day Fiance style, where all of the contestants are trying to flee, you know, developed <laughs> countries, and then they'll really want to get married at the end. They're going to be more cutthroat in the competitions. The dates will be fun too because you'll, you know, 
you know, those you know what? I think I just need to introduce you to another show that I am obsessed with. How much money do you need? Married for at this? first sight. <laughs> have you not? Have you heard of Married at First Sight? I watched Great one show. season of Married at First Sight. Married Apex at First Sight Australia is where it's at. Australia. Okay, okay Mike on. says this even though every day he was watching it, he texted me saying he fucking hate is like find the sh- found the show atrocious. <laughs> Wait, what? No, I would never say that kind of stuff about Married at First Sight. Married at First Sight Australia is insane. It is drama. Oh, it is, is atrocious not in your lexicon? <laughs> it's in my lexicon, but not for this. This is just like beautiful. The show is insane. It's like a bunch of couples that are match made by matchmakers. They have their first their first meeting at the altar. They get married mm-hmm. and then they have to live with each other after their honeymoon. They Great meet the television. other couples. They each have like a, a, a stag and doe party separate meeting all the other contestants. And then they have one big dinner party where they all meet each other and they all get to know each other. And over time, they have to have these dinner parties every week after several challenging things over the course of the week. It is insane how entertaining the show show is. Marinette First Sight Australia season eight. And I'm going to hit you with this. Season nine was also infuriating because one. That was the word I was thinking of. Infuriating. Olivia was infuriating. Dominica deserved better. But season 10 is coming in January. And Marinette First Sight UK is happening now. And my friend sent me a clip of a woman meeting her husband just after they've already like had a bit of the reception and they've stolen away a little bit of time outside. And she goes like, so tell me a bit more about yourself. Like, what are your, what are your dreams? What are your aspirations? And he's like, I don't have any dreams. And that's. <laughs> the full clip. And the narrator's like, like, she's a little disappointed. He literally goes, I don't have king any shit. Dreams. Honestly, I like that. That, so is, that is king shit. Um, and it is that like, cause I, I've been watching Indian matchmaker and that's like even more intense than <gasps> Indian matchmaker. I saw a clip on TikTok from that mm-hmm. where this dude was like hella into this girl and she was like, oh my God, yeah, like I like you too. And they met his family and everything. And then she's just like, hey, so like I found someone and he just the heartbreak he has on the on the bridge. Oh, on the bridge. Man. I saw this episode too. So I didn't see it. Yeah. So these two get set up. Oh, shit. I assumed you finished the season. Sorry if I spoiled Indian anything. matchmaking. I haven't seen anything. No. Yeah, there's two seasons on Netflix. It's it, it's pretty good. I would say the first four or five episodes are kind of bad. So either mm. skip ahead or just know that the, it gets better. Uh-huh. Um, that's what it gets better is about. Is watching the <laughs> the is um, going ahead of its time. Yeah, there's there's like, you know, they do arrange marriages in India and they, you know, you can hire a professional matchmaker if you're uh-huh. it's a lot of people that are sort of in their later 30s that really want to get married and mm. and just haven't made it work. And so Seema, the, the matchmaker goes and she always has a couple options for them. They look at the sheets of paper. She talks to them about things that they, she, you know, they need. And every single time they're listing things that they, they need. And it's always so reasonable. Okay. It's always like, I want someone that is family oriented. I'm very close with my family and I want to make sure, you know, they're close with their family too. I want somebody who, you know, is nice to me. And I want uh-huh. somebody who I'm attracted to. Like, it's always like stuff like that. And then the matchmaker woman is always like, this is why you're not married. You have to compromise. So <laughs> you want, you're going to have to have 60% of that. And then they always cut to like the person, like, you know, on camera interview. And they're like, I don't want 60% of that. I feel like I'm being so reasonable. <laughs> and, then, and so she, you know, she gives them options and then she always makes them pick one. Like there's always like a couple of good options and they see their profile and it's all the families involved the whole time. Like the parents mm. are always there. 
And so, and Seema says like, you have to just pick one because if there's too many options, like you'll never decide, which I think is a good thing because everybody always talks about the apps being bad for dating because it's like, right. like when you're scrolling on, on the streaming services, like there's too many options. So you're just never going to pick. Mm-hmm. And right. so Seema makes you pick one and then they go up. And so this guy on the bridge, this, you know, sad ending, but they had this great date. They did seem to really get along. And then it wasn't on camera, but, you know, I think he went to go visit her or she went to go visit him in his, his city shortly after their date. And then nothing really happened. And that, but later we find out that it's because she was saying, okay, I'm going to come to your town, but just as friends and we'll hang out or whatever. And it was sort of a miscommunication. Like she was saying, I think she was just sort of saying like, let's do this kind of no pressure. Okay. Um, and then he was trying to respect that, but then he didn't make a move because he was trying to respect what she said. Mm. And then she went to some other party back in her, where she's from and um, hooked up with this guy that's like way younger than her that she brought up when she was first having her first meeting with the matchmaker. She's like, I do like this one guy, but he's like five years younger than me. And then her whole family's like, that's disgusting. Like (laughs) dating a guy five years younger than you. She's like 35, like it's so fine. Yeah. (laughs) And then, um, yeah, she's like FaceTiming with this guy that she had this cute date with. And she's like, yeah, I met somebody. His name is, you know, the name of the guy that's really young that they Uh mentioned earlier. And the guy's like, oh I just I'm and he's so sweet too he's like you just see his heart breaking on camera it's like that episode of the Simpsons where you can like pinpoint yeah, yeah. Ralph oh yeah because it's on camera yeah. it's terrible and it, that happens and he's like oh I just you said you know low pressure so that's why I didn't make a move and now you're dating this guy and then they hang up and then they interview this guy on this bridge for so long and the whole time oh, yeah. he's just trying not to cry and then finally he walks away and they keep the camera on him the whole time that he's walking away and he's walking so sad do you think they're like do you think he's gonna jump keep rolling, keep rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they were they oh, were yes. like if we record for three more seconds we'll get copyright infringement from the hulk ending <laughs> <laughs> There's another part that happens, but did you finish that season? I don't want to accidentally spoil it because the TikTok showed me the whole saga of that. Wait, we're talking about this show now instead of just talking about The Bachelor? Okay, I will no, say, no, did, we, did we speak about how they just had Avon, Avon pull up and no, be like, we were we didn't, we didn't. Okay. But before we get there, I, because of your TikTok fucking nutcase business over here, you introduced me to a show called I Love a Mama's Boy, which is oh. a genuine nightmare. <laughs> I and still want to watch show this. about Sounds... dating a man who has terrible boundaries with his mom. And that is fucked. This show, this show is not Bro had good. more sexual chemistry with his mother than his own Yo, the, fiance. They're calling his mom sexy. There's a lot of theories behind this because this is like a really common thing with men that have like too close a relationship with their mom. And it happens a lot of the time when it's like the oldest son for whatever reason. But the the psychological thought behind it is that the mom was in a relationship that was like not her first choice. Like whoever she ended up married and having a life with wasn't who she wanted to be with. And so she has a son and she like molds him into her perfect oh, man. Yeah. And then when he starts dating and stuff, she's jealous of the girls because she's finally made this like perfect guy for her. Talk about oh. a Buster Blues. Um, exactly yikes but anyway speaking of mama's boys avon comes back to rage i don't know anything about him really to be honest (laughs) that's about Um, to say i don't don't think i got mama's boys in the middle of being reamed out by rachel tino 
is just like on the couch in front of being like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she's like, is this your moped outside? And she throws like a rubber bat trying to hit it. Um, and the audience is like, yay, I think. Mark, yeah, yay, and, 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 and Jesse's like, well, this is live TV, uh, but Avon just showed up here. It's like, shut and up, demanded, Jesse. Demanded, demanded to, to see you. you. Demanded to shut up, Jesse. You fucking <laughs> loser. Who's buying this shit that he fucking showed up? Like, hey, man, like they didn't just have him waiting there. I he, love like, I, I could understand him demanding because that one time he yelled at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I half of me loved it because fuck Tino. Yeah. Uh, and I just thought that's the messiest shit to ask out your ex in front of her like ex. Uh, that's just, you know, that's, Rachel texted him to do it and they've already been dating. Like, that that's definitely is what just it is. How that is just a level of mess. I want to snort like cocaine. Uh, <laughs> but on the other half, as much as I don't like Tino, once again, microscopic sympathy. I have to admit that oh, yes. you can clearly tell he was emotionally unstable at that moment. And for that to He's happen, like well. yeah. that's really fucked. Like that's I really want to know what the things they were alluding to could have been. Cause I, I couldn't even imagine like what it right. was. Cause it, cause she was saying like, we both had a lot of stuff going on at that time. Do you want us to talk about, it? she's like threatening to bring it up on yeah. live TV. Oh. Like, what is she? Because it's really like, unwell. This woman. what's on top of cheating that she, but yeah. that she is respecting his privacy about. Right. Right. And I, so I think like, until Weird. we get the know. full story, like I, the amount of emotional damage that came out of that is like, I don't know, man. Like I know the guy cheated, but like we, he's still a human. Like he, he didn't in the in the realm of bad shit dudes on this show have done. Mm-hmm. Like he's on the lower end. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a pitch. I, I just thought yeah. of something for maybe what they could be alluding to. What? Maybe what? he had gambling debts and people were coming to collect on him. Oh, and then they're going to kill his father like Michael Jordan. Whoa. Yes. Yeah, I like because this. Then that's something that's like involves maybe the mob or crime or something. So she's like doesn't want to talk about it because she doesn't want to get implicated in it, but it's good. It's mm. good to threaten him. Yeah. Cause yeah. she didn't really even come close to saying anything, but she did like to just threaten. throw that out there and be like, yeah, you want to talk, you know, she definitely gave him like, um, Oh, is this what we want to do? You know, mm-hmm. I, I just really, I really hated that. I am. You know what? I'm thrilled that I'm never going to have to think of or, or see Rachel again, but, but you will she's going to come on paradise. <laughs> You will have to think about Zach. Yeah, I was just about to say the the, the other thing nobody asked for. The oh, one last thing more boring than Rachel. <laughs> one last thing about the Avon thing I just want to say was I also didn't like it because me personally I don't think Rachel deserved the second chance with Avon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After telling him why are you yelling at me, it's like what? yeah. And also what? I think because like if she ended up getting kind of what she wanted in the sense of finding love on the show. And because of that, I feel like she's not going to learn the lesson of like, uh, like she's not going to learn of like, Hey, maybe I need to do a lot more work on myself and really reflect on how not just reflect on how other people's actions affected me, but like reflecting how my actions affect others. Cause I feel like 
and breakups and stuff. That's something that not a lot of people do is like, we always focus on like, this person did this to me, Mm -hmm. but we don't really think about like how your actions and words may have affected other people. I I think she doesn't do that because both her parents love her. People when both of their parents love them, never think they're the problem. That's true. Yes, we shout out the broken homes. That's why I'm so reflective, baby. Okay, well, hold on a second. There, I I was about to be like, both my parents love me, and I'm and I'm like, nah, I'm pretty fucking sick, actually. Like, I, don't know. <laughs> I was about I was about to just full on be like, yeah, no, I, you're wrong, but then also prove myself, you know, prove your theory. Um, That's not right, but I mean, I am pretty perfect. Yeah, I'm a good boyfriend. I get told a lot. It's nice. Um. Oh, I'll yeah, say anyway. Uh, oh, Zach, are you going to transition to Zach? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Just one more thing quickly about Tino. Yes. You know mm-hmm. the kind of wine, um, Pino Grigio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I propose to you, Tino Grigio. That's, that's really good. Mike, that's going to be the FSO title. There was no <laughs> good. Sometimes you've got something and you have to say it out loud to get it out to cleanse yourself. I've been there. That's why I tell, told everybody about this stupid sketch idea for Austin Powers I've had. Oh my Let God, I get it. it. I totally get I want to hear it. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, for real? I talked yeah. about it last episode after the credits. Mike but, uh, was high as fuck last really episode. Not high. yourself of it. You have to talk yeah. about it more. Yeah. <laughs> I want this to happen. I want to pitch this to Tim Robinson to get made on. I think you should leave. It's um, it's um, so it's the 25th anniversary of Austin Powers' first movie, uh, International Man, uh, Man of Mystery, uh, next year. And I want Mike Myers to be like, hey, look, I think we've been pretty clear. We're not doing another Austin Powers. It's just not going to happen. It's not possible. It's very unlikely. Um, And I'm just going to go ahead and say no. But to thank you all for 25 years of Austin Powers to the fans, I offer you this little thing we cooked up for the 25th anniversary. And he keeps winking at the camera. And then we cut to a scene from Austin Powers where Dr. Evil is explaining a plan and he starts laughing loudly like, right? And then we turn <laughs> to the door that in the original movie, Austin just like charges through and goes, not so fast, Dr. Evil. But instead of just Austin Powers coming through the door, 25 bumbling Austin Powers impersonators all try to come through the door at the same time. And we watch them stumble through the door and like get through one at a time and just like line up perfectly. All 25 of them, you know, (laughs) cutting to and from them and Dr. Evil watching and Frau and number two and everybody just like until he places up. And then they all kind of look at each other like a bad like like they're doing improv. Right. They all have to get their timing down and they go not so fast, Dr. Evil. And uh, the Austin Powers impersonators all range from like incredible quality to like a guy with bad teeth who doesn't accent. So like, it's like a range in talent. And then we cut back to Mike Myers going, and that's what we've got for you. Thank you so much for 25 years of Austin Powers. <laughs> it feels like almost a short, like before a Pixar movie, if they were all played by minions. Honestly, not a bad idea. <laughs> like a banana, 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 banana. That explanation banana. was great, but when Mike was telling it while high, it took three Last hours. Week, I got. <laughs> I mean, it took a pretty long time, and he seemed pretty sober right now. <laughs> it was worse. I was so baked last week; it was the only way I could get through talking about the show. Speaking of which, <laughs> uh, 
I'm going to have to watch Zach's season most likely, and I'm not looking forward to it. Zach is uh, Shalcross, uh, Zach Shalcross, the, the, the boring man, nephew of Patrick Warburton, a man who told his dad to invest in crypto and lost it all. Is uh, it just me or does Zach, what he says in conversations and how he responded to Jesse and the girls? Didn't it feel like, you know, when you're playing those RPG ge- like video games <laughs> that give you a select options of things yeah. to say, like, like that's what a character. Yeah, yeah. Like it felt like very much where you had three options. You're like, all of these suck. I would not <laughs> say this in the conversation, but this I is what the game C. is forcing me and just <laughs> go with it. Yeah, no, that sounds that's, about right. That's what Zach talking feels like. So, yeah, go ahead, Mace. I was just going to say that little the little. I, I'm I'm hating the teaser that they'll oh, do at God. the end of the season where they start they set up a fake background. It's like the, it feels oh. like kindergarten graduation. They take so yeah. long with it too. They're like, oh, and, yeah. oh look like, at this! It's a big picture of the mansion, and they're all moving the furniture around. Oh, like, also commercial. There's so many commercials. Go to, commercial. go to commercial. You 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 do this for it's three hours for some <laughs> fucking reason. You didn't have time between one of those goddamn commercials to move shit around. I could have uh, set it up faster than that alone without a team. I could have done. Oh that. my god. Yes, it, I've seen middle school break. play productions do better set design and quickly. <laughs> <Easily. laughs> it's just wild Jesus to me that Christ, Jesse you was like the next to watch that Euphoria here. episode and then yeah. watch this shit and be impressed. No. And can we talk about how much of a fucking disaster it was that he couldn't remember any of their names? Oh <laughs> my so god. Well, okay, I'm really bad with names, so I. Yeah, but but why actually, would they ask him? Why would they yeah, even ask him no without giving oh, him, like yeah, some prep or yeah. something? Like, why mm-hmm. make him look so awful before? So he even starts. They're giving him a bad edit before they even know if they want to give him a bad edit. It's because, yeah. well, like one of them said shit twice on TV. Oops. And it was so fake. She was, so she was planning. So fake. Oh my god, I said yeah. shit on TV. Shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I. I will say I was able to remember three of the women's names and I was actually really proud of myself. We had two. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I, I was like Brianna. Brooklyn. Because I remember when she said yeah. Brooklyn, I was just like, Brooklyn. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, we saw Brooklyn and the one with the rhyme. And I've got I them. Had, yeah, I Bailey. Got I knew Kat too. I had Kat yeah, and Brianna. Kat. Yeah. So I knew, Brooklyn, I knew Brianna, Brianna because Brooklyn, I wasn't going to forget Bailey, the name Kat. of the only black girl on stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brooklyn, Brianna, Kat Bailey, name, but... and Christine Mandrell or something like that. She oh, got her full name in there because she's a content creator. You remember that? TikTok well, star. You said that hard C. I did not think that's where that word was the going. The franchise is just such a cuck for influencers. Yeah. I mean, it's like, quite... our platform to get 100,000 new followers for no reason, just to waste all of our time. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, don't come on here for the wrong reasons. Anyway, here's Christine. She's TikTok famous. See, <laughs> that's why this show needs to go back to its old roots where it was getting like older people like in their late 30s who are mm. just desperate. To f- well, that's to what find... we, need. we need. Desperation. We yeah. Need in Brian, fact, you know what? Who's I'm still a take... cashier at the grocery store around the corner, but he secretly won the lottery a couple years ago. 
I I, I want to steal the idea of Bachelor, make it better, and call the show Emergency Contact because it's just all people in their 40s who, ha- who have never had anyone who isn't their mother wow. be an emergency contact <laughs> so and just have them be like, hey, will you please respond to the hospital? <laughs> That's so funny. I always put Mesa as my emergency contact because I know that my mom is not on the ball with it. <laughs> me too. If my mom. Do you put me? Uh, actually, right. I don't think I've had to. Fill he doesn't out put lately. me. Wow. Wow. I, I don't think you wow. have to fill it out lately. Sometimes your phone, you do, you have it on do not disturb. I, I always have it on do not disturb. I don't yeah. like to be disturbed. <laughs> yeah. I, I have never, I have never put anyone who isn't my mom as my emergency contact. I don't, I haven't dated someone have, long enough. You have to a sharp that. mom? Like, is your mom like with my you? mom? My mom is dependable, though. She lives in Florida. So like if something so happened to call. me here, they'll call my mom. They'll be like, hey, your son got an accent. And she's just like, word. You know what to do. <laughs> yeah. she but that's, that's the thing with Mace, too. It's like even if we're in different cities, if something happens to me, I would want them to call him because he'd be able For to make sure. some moves. It does yeah, make sense to not call me because if they called me and then Mace is like Mace is an accident at a gig and you know, Guelph. It's like, okay, well, I don't know where Guelph is. Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, I'm I at, I, have my mom. Like, my mom would yeah. be terrible. You she's just like, blank? she'd somehow answer the phone on FaceTime, but no volume. Yeah. She came into this, this <laughs> podcast. It'd just be a disaster. I start emailing love them. the idea of a parent <laughs> answering an emergency I, call. I think FaceTime. my emergency contacts is just the cops. Just call the cops. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They, they in they case of emergency, <laughs> call an ambulance. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, don't I mean, contact my family. You know, it's funny. Help. Even the cops would know. They would be like, oh, are, oh is this about Mace? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened to my boy? That's how they answer the call. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody calls. God damn it. This is the third time this month. Okay. All right. We'll be out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely Andrina's emergency contact, but I she can't be mine because she forgot her phone. At a cup too many places for me to be like <laughs> i can't be your friends con- are not contactable yeah <laughs> that's right i like Honestly, that i can't be contactable wife mullet husband <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't be an emotional contact because i don't pick up the phone when i don't and when i don't recognize the number oh, i pick up right so away I'm just like who the fuck is this 911? I don't know this uh-huh. shit. <laughs> I will answer. Put, you should put my manager's assistant. She's on the wall. Straight up smart move. Liliana, <laughs> shout out Liliana. Shout out. <laughs> Yo, that was shout a flex out. on so many different levels. One, y'all are in love. <laughs> Two, you have a manager. And three, your manager has an assistant. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, your of course you should does. have oh, an he... assistant if you have one. I, I don't I don't have straight. management, so I don't know how that shit works. The kinds of questions, either. the kinds of questions I ask needs needs a filter. It can't all go straight <laughs> to my manager. <laughs> I'm emailing, I'm like, um, as per my last email, where's my shoe? I'm confused. You're like Eliana, my boyfriend got in a motorcycle accident. <laughs> so, he has a mullet, so can you deal with that? I don't know where it is. Anyway, I'm not looking forward to Zach's season, but I think I was telling Mason Sophie before you got here, I think that they should just like fast forward to giving Brianna her season because she looked up at him with those eyes like she's like fun trouble. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like she'll she'll be like in love with this girl. I love her. (laughs) Like the amount of times he's been like her eyes just say to me. Fall. Get in line, Mike. No, no, no. She's got ruined my life eyes. You ever seen that kind of shit on Twitter? 
It's like, oh, she, she, you know what I mean? Anyway, when you're talking about Brianna, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yo, Mike, I'm gonna let you know now, now that I'm single again, I'm about, I'm about to start tweeting a lot of thirsty shit again. So I need you to keep me controlled. No, no, no. Not that shit. (laughs) Not that creepy. Nothing no, no, creepy. No. Obviously, no, just thirsty. It's obviously. fine. Just let me, thirsty. Let me, is that what's so gonna, that's, I'm going to say things. Like, I'm, I'm just yeah. going to say things like I want Angela Basket to punch me in the face like that yeah. level. You're there. putting it out. You're putting it out there. Like I had a friend who recently became single and she kept changing her profile picture on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and I did pull her out on it. But it is classic online horny behavior. Like when you become mm. single, you got to do some weird stuff to let people know something's unbalanced. I mean, yeah. Chris, as you know, you, you if you start posting like iffy Waduwe, I think okay. that maybe well, that's going to be a new I, level of you that we haven't experienced yet. I don't but know. Otherwise, when I was in a relationship, I uh, I was watching a hockey game, and a player <laughs> was doing so well that I tweeted I wanted him to come on my face. So honestly, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like there. I feel like I feel like if I'm in a relationship, mine are more sexually overt, but about players like athletes uh, and then when i'm single i'm just like i want this woman to slap my mom like it's just like that. <laughs> you know what now that you're single deandra canoe where are you at talk yo to my hey, boy. hey okay no <laughs> don't put this in the universe because i might get wine drunk tonight and do that who's deandra <laughs> canoe She's the from most Peter Weber perfect season. goddess in the entire world i watched Peter living... season who which one was that black Girl. um <laughs> yeah, she's uh, uh, she, uh, last time we saw her, she was on Paradise. Carl gave her a bracelet. You remember her? Um, no, somehow this doesn't ring any bells. Okay, well, you're gonna have to figure there she is. I've never that, seen that woman before in my life. I vaguely I, remember her. Yeah, how do you not remember my future wife? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm right. a non <laughs> wife. <laughs> Yeah. I don't have facial recognition. It's not. It doesn't come with the package. You Listen, I'm a good crusher. I like every post that she posts, <laughs> but I never comment anything. I just like and I keep it moving. I do not bother her. I do not reach out to her. Did you get a cameo? <laughs> yeah. I actually I did. Oh, I'll go find it. What? You got a cameo from her? He didn't get a cameo. I think was it Bo that got you one or was no, it Elliot? So a homie of mine, Josh, he always oh. tries to do pranks on me, and he tried to prank me by getting DeAndre to send me a cameo saying that I wasn't shit, and it totally backfired on him. Because she was like, "No, you must be the shit." Um, shit. so she was very nice about him. That's and that's great. In, in these dark times, Chris, that's that's a nice thing to have to, to pull you that's through. That's cute. She's going on. She's like, I really appreciate that you like all my posts, but you don't comment. You leave them <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, right, because you like, know what? Quick, quick, to all of the men out there, y'all don't know how to thirst properly because y'all be going on women's Instagrams and commenting and messaging a bunch of creepy shit. And then you got to ruin Instagram for the rest of us who know how to thirst properly. There's something so funny about an old man. That's honestly very true because Mace likes all my stuff, but he does not comment. Yeah, but (laughs) but then he does come into the room. He don't throw me a comment (laughs) on anything. But I comment comment in real life. Yeah, he comes to see you. He shows you the picture. (laughs) And then he kisses your hand all the way up your arm. We were talking about this. Yeah, he kisses me up my arm, Adam's family style. And he says, please don't speak French anymore. I don't like it. (laughs) 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 I love it when 
we speak English only. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now Again, it's on recording. This... Mace hates the French. No. Hashtag <laughs> Mace hates the French. Feel free to tweet at him. He will not answer. I speak what do you think French of it being too. the episode title? I speak French. This is one second. I, I want it on record that I speak fr- I don't know French at all, but I'll I'll just we do come- this thing where Mace will say French words and as I a poem. as a poem and we write it down <laughs> and I translate it. Oh wow. Oh it's my god, that's cute. so it's funny. Very fun. Uh, one of the She's most iconic ones. Monfrey's baby. My strawberry baby. He's, it's, <laughs> there's been a few that have stuck around. Monfrey's baby. That's Mon wrong, man. Yeah. It's Mafrey's. Here's a here's he doesn't know. And that's know not that's not even close to what the level we're working with is. Here's <laughs> wow. the very first time my future wife spoke to me. <laughs> okay, Deanna, this is the, the cameo. Hey, what's up? Your friends think that you're not shit, that you ain't shit, baby. But I think you're shit. So I hope you have a great day. And your friends are pretty cool, but I can't tell if they're joking or not. <laughs> Oh baby, don't worry. We gonna you gonna meet my friends one day. <laughs> but only only if you choose to and you agree to it, and wow, not in a creepy man. way of like I'm gonna show up to your work with my friends. Uh, yeah, buddy. Uh, well, I think that that should do it for the episode, right? You guys feeling let good? Me not, let me not call a woman I've never met, baby. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. Uh, Please, and she's your first baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love how I had a problem with baby, but future wife was okay. Yeah, yeah future <laughs> wife is definitely. Hey, man, we all been there, right? Shout out to Katie Thurston. Uh, so let's just say, folks, this has been a terrible season. Let's go around the bend. Uh, roses and thorns for everybody. I uh, I will give one rose, and that's the rose that it is finally over. And yeah. the thorn to the fact that this season has definitely pushed me to the point where Chris and I are talking about what we're going to do with the podcast in case we cannot watch the show anymore. Mm-hmm. So fuck this season. We'll, I'll try watching Paradise. We'll see where we're at. Mace, Sophie, what do you got for Rose of the Thorns? Rose, Gabby. Gabby finding love. Ooh. Gabby finding her mullet husband. Grandpa Excellent. Joe or John. Grandpa John. Grandpa John. He's great. Grandpa Joe makes sense, though. I get why you got yeah. there. Grandpa Joe, like Joe is from, um, is from uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I have my oh. I have my rose, but I think it's from last episode. That's okay, fine. Go ahead. Yeah. One when they met the or maybe it's two episodes ago when when uh, Grandpa John met um, one of them. Tina. It's one of the guys. I don't remember yeah. who it was. Uh, and then Eric. when Eric went and then when Gabby came back and was talking with her family without the guy there, and they're like, uh-huh. she's like, So what do you think? And Grandpa Joe's like, Well, he's a bleep, Beep. but yeah. I like him. And, and no nobody one reacted. reacted. So and we like, don't what know. Did he say? What did he say? <laughs> did he say Apparently- he's a dick or a, a jerk or I was, a cunt? Or- I was pitching cunt. I was pitching cunt hard because it's like it seems like something that he would use colloquially, and that's so, why nobody reacted. I think in previous previews we get to hear full of before the bleep. So we hear he's full of bleep. So mm. full of shit. Bullshit. He's full of shit, but I like him. Yeah, I remember I remember being surprised by the full bleep there because we had the whole thing in a preview. Um, oh, okay. I didn't know that. Well, anyways, that moment I loved because I was like, like what, what did he say? Yeah, yeah anyways. I mean, good moment to hold on to. Old man being fucked. Yeah, do it. I would say Thorn... 
Mm, come back to me. Do everybody else. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say a thorn to whoever lets Rachel keep listening to before he cheats by Carrie Underwood. Uh, Chris, <laughs> uh, what do you got? Uh, so I got a few, like maybe a couple of roses. And then I got Damn, so many thorns that it's like in Call of Duty when you get the extended mag. Like that's that's what I got. <laughs> okay, so right. hit us. Uh, you two uh, have all the same references, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this one is for Mason myself. Uh, <laughs> so Roses goes to Gabby for b- breaking her back and carrying the fuck out of this season. Mm-hmm. For being uh, the only actual Bachelorette we wanted to watch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, another Rose goes to Brianna for existing. Mm-hmm. Uh, another rose up, Brianna. goes to even though I hated it at the same time, just even asking out Rachel in front of Tino. That's uh, fucked up, but that was cool. that's pure comedy. That was yeah. cool. Yeah. Pure comedy. Somebody did a really good tweet of like Tino after Rachel leaves with Avon, and it's a picture of Robert Pattinson in the kitchen in the all brown Adidas yeah. suit. <laughs> yeah, because he's still in frame for when Jesse's oh, talking to camera. His floppy head was in frame. It was so perfect. funny. And they kept yeah. cutting to him. He's just like. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Imagine having your heart broken and they immediately cut to commercial. <laughs> <laughs> like your world is shattered, and then now we're watching Charm and Ultra Plus or something. <laughs> oh, I have my thorn. My thorn is the entire uh, visuals department that took nine years yes. to set up one screen and some plants. Yes. Fuck them. Thorns, all rapid fire. Thorn, Rachel's Boom. existence, Tino's existence. Blah, uh, blah. Avon asking her out because Avon shouldn't give Rachel a second chance. Uh, all about mer- uh, the mullet, uh, Thorn the mullet. Uh, Thorn is the final, F- the final hour of this fucking episode. <laughs> Thorn goes to Zach getting the, the bachelor part. Uh, Thorn goes to at- expecting Zach to remember all of their fucking names. Uh, another thorn goes to the fact that Zach only knows four phrases to say. Uh, thorn goes to Jesse <laughs> so fucking awkward. taking eight goddamn hours to say who won the vote. Fuck you, Jesse. I want to kick you in the dick. Um, Jesse's just then, not a good host at all. They should find someone new. He's not the, funny. He's not oh, good. He's uncharismatic. But that one moment when he looks at Caitlin, he's like, uh, Caitlin, what would you say? And I just took that as, hey, Caitlin, remember when you used to have my job and did it better? Hey, can you do <laughs> I my completely job for forgot right about now? Caitlin and Michelle and Becca. Oh, my God. You know who could host? He would never agree to it. But grocery store Joe. I mean, oh, yeah, that would add such a fun, new, sloppy element to the show because yeah, he, he wouldn't be able to hide his doing. reaction. Something crazy yeah. happens. He'd be like. Oh, man. Um, be like, are you serious? You seriously just said that? <laughs> I, uh, well, it's final the last two rose. I didn't see this one coming. You got the last rose, but buddy, that's crazy over there. <laughs> <laughs> He's got sauce on his shirt. <laughs> My final two thorns goes on to FaceTime this season. <laughs> My final two th- thorns go to this season and the fact that I spent so much time watching it. Yeah. And then the very, very final rose. Rose. It went away for a bit, but it's time. I mean, Thorn, sorry. Uh, the final Thorn. It went away for a bit. Now it's back. Clayton's existence. Fuck you, Clayton. No. I haven't forgot. And you're still on my target list. Yeah, yeah. fuck Come you, on. Clayton. Uh, okay, with the soundboard, I was trying to find a gun loading and firing in uh, for and each one You did one Mario Let's It Go. I mean, <laughs> look, is it my fault that my clips don't work here? It's not my fault. You want to fight about it? Anyway, uh, I think that that does it for tonight. You guys feeling good? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
All right. Well, I'm going to try watching Bachelor in Paradise, but no promises. And uh, thank you so much, Mason. Sophie, you guys are wonderful. We thank love you, you very, very much. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much for we'll coming you guys. back. I, I mean, I'll, I'll see you guys very soon, hopefully. Hopefully still here in Montreal. Mwah, Congrats absolutely. on the new place, Chris. Congrats on the new stash, Mike. <laughs> yeah, the mustache. It's dumb. It is going immediately after Halloween. Uh, but oh, I have yeah. another rose. Liliana. <laughs> <You're mad. laughs> oh. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Well, that does it for us. Uh, I'm going to have all the social stuff in the description of the podcast. You can follow all of us wherever you find our, well, the link description. Look, man, it's been long talk about this show. Just go into the description of the podcast and follow all of us on social media. We love you all very, very much. Is there anything anybody wants to plug right now? Any, anybody want to pop on a plug? Well, when is this coming out? Tomorrow. Oh, okay. I am in Toronto all this week doing um, JFL 42 shows and I have my live podcast this Saturday morning at 11 a.m. So if anybody's in Toronto and it wakes up ungodly early on the weekend, please come. Do you have you have that up on like your Instagram and on your. your Yeah, yeah, it's in my uh, Instagram bio. Fuck yeah. Oh, this so isn't make- a plug, but just to say, obvious, I know I tell this to y'all every time, but I'm going to say it to you again. If you're ever in Seattle, uh, let me know. We will uh, be in Seattle. Get- we will be in Seattle in. We have one day there in November, but but then we're trying, we, might add, we're- we might add some stuff, but we, we will be there soon. But then, oh yeah. hell yeah let me know, because if I can't have you on my show, Good Comedy, I'll at least help you find spots elsewhere if you want them. Thanks, okay, man. Great. That's awesome. Thank you. Fuck yeah. Well, I love you all. Thank you all so much love for uh, love being you. on the show. You're uh, all thanks for listening. Aww. Aww. And you know what else? He says his other French, his other French thing. Hit us. Hit he, us. He, he always says, bon chance. Aww. But I not, know. but not saying good luck. Like he's saying, uh, like, instead of hello, he goes, bon chance. I thought it was goodbye, to be honest. I thought it was goodbye. Was, okay. Anyways. But should we all should we all give a nice bon chance? <laughs> bon chance. It's so incorrect. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> I'll do okay. it for you, baby. Bon chance. <laughs> bon chance. Bon chance. Bon chance. Bye bye, mon frère, baby. Bye-bye, mon frère, baby.